Hey friends, welcome to Voluntold. This podcast is all about career, relationships, health, and wellness, and us just wanting to live our best life by not focusing on the things that we can't control, but on the things that we can control, and that's starting with ourselves. My name is Carice. I am your host. I am a military wife of 13 years and a mother of two. And for those of you joining for the first time, welcome. Today is going to be applicable for both the guys and the ladies, so feel free to share around, and I hope you enjoy as you listen along. Have you ever thought about what you would do if you won the lottery? My husband and I have this conversation almost annually, and it's kind of funny to see how our priorities and desires change through time. For me, I automatically say I wouldn't pay the taxes, I'd donate half to charity or some type of ministry, and then, you know, I would buy a house and then put into maybe building an orphanage or something, you know, Oprah status or something. We kind of consider what it would be to be rich and still be humble. Have you ever considered what it means to live humbly or do you actively seek to live humbly, but sometimes you get caught up in what that really means on a day-to-day basis? Like, do you have to be poor to be humble or can you be humble as a millionaire? Does it mean that you're always giving or you never have any wants or desires? I've come to realize that a lot of us have gotten caught up in this belief system that we are living humbly for those around us that we love, but really we're believing these lies that we believe are humility, but really is something else. The first lie that I've realized that we can all catch on to and believe is having negative thinking of fortune telling. Think of it back in the day, maybe either when you were a kid or if you have kids, when your kids ask to play outside, even though they know they're grounded. So they might ask their mom and the mom replies, no, you already know the answer, but they still ask. If we allow that phrase to follow us into adulthood, I think we get caught up in the belief system that We already know what the answer is going to be, and it prevents us from even asking because we're pretty sure that the answer is going to be no. Or perhaps we already believe that somebody else's desires are ahead of our own first, and so it's not even worth putting in the time or effort to ask for something. For example, maybe you and your spouse have different um, hobbies that you're into, different interests. Maybe you want to go see a musical or you want to go try dancing lessons. Maybe you want to go to a cruise or join a CrossFit gym. Or maybe you just want to go to your friend's house and bring your family along, but nobody else in your family knows your friend. So you automatically think, no, they're not going to want to do that. I'm not even going to ask. That's okay. I'll just pass. Or maybe you automatically believe that you don't have the money for it. So materialistically, it's not even worth bringing up. You know, you might want to have some outdoor active gear for the guys, maybe, or you want to go on a trip. Ladies, maybe you want a spa day or just to go shopping. But because you already believe that you know what the answer is going to be, you don't even bother bringing it up. Another thing is with kids. And I see this pretty often where you automatically believe that your child or children are not going to behave themselves if you want to take them somewhere, such as traveling. I've seen it and heard it so many times where parents would love to go on a trip, but they just don't believe that their kids would behave themselves on the flight or even just going out in public. Maybe it would just be too much pressure. It would be too much of a headache. It's not even worth it. 
or taking them to your friend's house who doesn't have any kids to entertain yours. So you just automatically bail out and say no, maybe another time. And I think sometimes it's okay to consider past experiences into the present situation. Um, but if you're chronically talking yourself out of something before you even take in the time or the effort to ask about it, you might be fortune telling. Another lie that we believe to be humility is people pleasing. And I think all of us can relate to this at some point in our life or at some phase when we're afraid to let somebody down, we are wanting to make them happy or to show them maybe that we support them, but we're sacrificing our own wants and desires in the process. So we might secretly want to do something, right? Or go somewhere different than what the other person wants to do, but we're so worried that we'll disappoint them. And that fear of disappointment stops us from expressing what we want. So example, I know it's so typical. I'm pretty sure it's like from the notebook that keeps coming up where it's this meme of like, tell me what you want, right? And it's just like, where do you want to go eat? And the girl's like, I don't know. I don't know what I want. And I think it's just this um, basis that we're so afraid to express ourselves or say what we might want because it might be the total opposite of what our other person wants, whether it be our boyfriend, our spouse, our best friend, anybody in our life. We're so afraid to disappoint them and to make them go do something that they don't want to do just because we want to. And it makes us feel selfish or just not humble enough to see that, well, you know what? I'll just, let's, whatever you want to do, whatever, I'll, I'll do whatever you want. And that indecision in a chronic basis really just sacrifices you and your expression of yourself all because we think we're being humble. Another lie that we get caught up in is feeling unworthy and this one I think we don't necessarily see it in the moment when we feel less than others we think of ourselves as unworthy to voice our wants and put our desires dead last for example no I mean it's I'm too unworthy to plan a girl's trip on the flip side for the guys. No, you know what? That would be too much. My wife wouldn't want that. Or that's just too much to ask to go on a guy's trip. Or you feel too unworthy to ask for a want because it's not necessarily a need. And it's maybe not the right time or something or someone else comes first. So it would just be such a burden to ask that you're not even going to ask because you don't want to be that burden. Or maybe you just feel too unworthy to speak your perspective when it comes to conflict resolution. We always have conflict. We always will. Problems are inevitable in this life. But do you silence yourself sometimes just to put the other person's perspective above your own? And this one I can personally attest to, whether it's in um, the home life or the work life, personal, professional, I've come to realize that a lot of the times I was listening intentively to the other person and what they felt or what they desired or if it was conflict resolution you know they'd say like well I just felt like this because when you said that it made me feel this and I'm like oh yeah I get that Um, I totally understand and I put their perspective ahead of my own so I totally see what they're saying but then I don't express myself I'm not saying yes thank you for telling me that and also this is how I felt when you said this It's an equality that I was kind of robbing myself from simply because I thought I was being humble. I was allowing myself to put another person above myself, and that's humility, right? Mm, Maybe not so much. 
sometimes it's okay to recognize the timing of your voicing a desire, but if you're chronically silencing yourself because you don't feel or see that your desires are equally as significant as others, then you might be dealing with feeling unworthy and you're not even aware of it. And if you are, you are not alone. All of these three things are just simply lies that hide behind believing that we're being humble. But these beliefs that we can either predict an answer so we don't even bother questioning or asking, or that we're here to please everybody and make everyone happy, or that we're just too unworthy to express ourselves, all these beliefs are hiding behind the idea of being humble, but really, the root is a lie that robs us. They rob us of our truth, which is that you are so very significant and special, and you are so worthy of having and voicing your desires. We aren't fortune tellers, and we're not on this earth to make everybody happy. It won't work, and let me tell you, you will exhaust yourself and still fall short. So these beliefs, they rob us of our opportunities. These lies hiding behind the idea of humility cause us to be martyrs, and we're not called to sacrifice ourselves 24-7. We're called to equate ourselves to others. That's what true humility is. I've spoken to both men and women that are working themselves to their bones for those that they love and their family and others around them. And let me tell you, if that's you, you are doing an amazing job. But I want to identify that there is a fine line between acting out of humility in a healthy way and becoming a martyr. So how do we humbly balance our own desires with the desires of others in a healthy way? Well, I think the first thing that we can all do and act very quickly, very easily, simply, I should say, is to speak up. I've talked about this in previous episodes, and I think it's so important that we remind ourselves, ladies, remember you're a queen, and not in an all-powerful sense, not that you're the spiritual queen of your life, but in a physical and mental sense, you are the queen of your household. Remember, your household is your kingdom, and your king cannot read your mind. Your kingdom will not always be pleased by you, no matter how hard you try. So just do yourselves a favor and stop. Stop trying to please your kids all the time. Stop trying to please your spouse all the time. It's never going to happen. But your kingdom does need you to be open and honest with them about your own interests, wants, and desires. And for the guys, you are a king. You're the man of the house, you're the leader of the kingdom, and your queen also cannot read your mind. You may find out that she's open to your wants or interests or desires, but first you got to humbly open up. Likewise, your kingdom will not always be happy no matter how hard you tried to please everybody. So don't make that your goal. Kings that provide for the family are performers usually, right? You're a full-time, hardworking person, and as a performer, you might feel you need to do to please, to prove yourself worthy. But remember, you are worthy just the way that you are. So don't push yourself to burn out to prove that. Your spouse chose you for who you are, not for what you do. And vice versa, ladies, your spouse chose you for who you are and not for what you do. Yes, we work towards community. We work towards loving out on other people, and that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. But remember, you deserve to speak your wants as an equal to all other wants with those around you. And that's whether it's in your house, 
with your immediate family, with your spouse and your kids, or at work with your coworkers, with your boss, and even in your extended family, you know, with your in-laws or parents or aunts and uncles. I mean, I think we can all relate to having this like exterior family drama that somehow we get drawn into, right? But we can speak what we want. Maybe we don't want to be in it. Maybe we don't want to get phone calls about it. And equally, we also need to listen to what other people want. So the other aspect of it is listening to other people's wants and desires as well. It's not just self-centered, right? It's not just, I'm not just telling you, you deserve to speak your truth or your wants or you. Yes, you do. But also, (laughs) others around you deserve for you to listen to them and theirs. So what does that mean? It means you absolutely deserve to ask for something or to go somewhere or do something or to plan a night out, plan a trip, whether it's with your spouse or without, with the kids or without, or do an activity, 100%. But it doesn't mean that you go out and you do it without consulting those that it might affect. And it doesn't mean that you go out and do something that might negatively impact those around you. It means we voice our wants and desires and goals and interests without the fear of rejection or without the fear of disappointing others. Humility comes out in our decision-making process. So it doesn't mean that we have to reject a thought of want. It does mean, though, that we consider others and ourselves during the decision-making process. For example, let's say you're a mom and you're going shopping all the time for the kids. You go to Target pretty often and you buy your list of things that you've got going. You need things for the baby, for the kids, maybe school supplies, stuff for your husband. And along the way, you keep going every week. You go and make your trip and you keep seeing something you really want. It's really it's really pretty or it would look great on you or you'd really love to sport that, whatever it is. But you don't get it because you feel like that would be too selfish or you feel guilty that you're putting the family's finances solely on you and you just need to go out and do for others. And that's not it. That's not equality in the sense of thinking about yourself and others in the same sense. And I'm not talking about, you know, any women or men out there that use retail therapy or just, you know, go all out when they shop. That's, I think, on the opposite spectrum. And that's a coping mechanism that we can tend to use for things. But I am talking about just constantly sacrificing your own wants and desires because you feel like it's the right thing to do. So what does humility look like? I believe that humility is a kid opening the door for a homeless man at a 7-Eleven. I believe that humility is a wealthy family buying a Ferrari, but also giving generously to a local charity. I believe humility is a middle-class family temporarily fostering a child while a single mother goes on job interviews. Or it can be going on a trip without the family and ladies without the mom guilt. Humility is a time of both giving and a time of receiving. Humility is wanting a spa day for the ladies or maybe new gear for the guys and seeing each other's desires equally. Humility is considering your own interests, desires, wants as equal to everybody else's, regardless of yours or their reputation or status or title. And that's a hard thing to talk about when you're talking about someone maybe you don't get along with or someone that you don't necessarily agree with their decisions, especially at work. Right. But it's still allowing yourself to consider what they're saying as equally as important to what you're saying. It's thinking about others just as much as you think about yourself. 
So how can we have a healthy balance of if you're deciding to do something for yourself, balance it with doing something for somebody else also. There's a time to serve others and a time to be served. Our cup needs to be filled regularly in order to spill it out to others. We must have self-care time or me time to accommodate servitude. Otherwise, we burn out. We're only human. And I think that's such a great thing that's finally coming out, I believe, in this generation, in this culture. Um, if you have followed me on Instagram for the past, I don't know, however many years now, you see how I've kind of learned what me time is. Yes, I put in a lot of time and effort into my kids into making sure that they get done what they need to do, that I am supporting them in their activities and school and doing it as a part-time single parent when my husband's gone. But at the same time, a lot of my pictures are also celebrating the fact that I am indulging in me time, whether it's me going out and swimming with dolphins or um, taking a hike with a friend and having a really good conversation. That's the stuff that I enjoy. And I'm very um, guiltless in pursuing that. And I love that this generation is realizing that there needs to be a balance of both. It's a constant give and take, no matter your time available or resources or how much money is in your bank account or where you live or where you are. It's a balance. So this episode's challenge is for you to think about something that you've been wanting to do or to have or to go try or just something, um, but that you haven't brought it up. You know it's been in the back of your mind. You just haven't expressed that desire. And think about who you would want to discuss it with. Maybe you want to make a change at work. So maybe you want to talk to your boss or your coworker about something. Maybe you want to go on a trip or try something new with your spouse. Or maybe you want to take the kids or the whole family somewhere. Maybe um, you want to do something with your friend whatever and whoever it is, don't let the guilt or any of that junk get to you. Right now, it's just admitting, hey, you know what? There is something actually that I do want to try, but I just haven't brought it up yet because I don't know that anyone else would want to do it with me. That's totally okay. (laughs) And I challenge you to humbly approach whoever that is, whoever that person is, and voice your desires, voice what you want or voice an interest that you have. And then after you totally voiced yourself, right, you're being true to yourself, you're not already expecting that they're going to be against you or opposed to it or the answer is no. So we're not negatively fortune telling and we're not thinking that we're unworthy to even ask because we're taking the courage to ask and we're not thinking that we're being selfish in the process. So we're just doing it. But then, or I should say, and then after you voiced your side, your wants, be humble and listen to theirs. This is what true humility is. This is how we humbly live with one another. Hey guys, if you haven't already, please subscribe and rate and review. Share this episode with your friends, with anyone else that it would bless as we just build this community and share the love that we are all in this together. 
You can always find me on Instagram at carice.nolani as I share my story with you. And I love to hear you guys share back. So keep it up. It's amazing. And until next time, let's rock this voluntold life.